Who's the pig? Are you talking to me? Uh-oh, they call him the pig. Are you talking to me? Shouldn't have done that. Are you talking to me? Now they're in for it. They call me Mr. Pig! Ah! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Tracklist Podcast Show. I'm Darren Jenkins. I'm Chris Saunders. And joining us on the show today, producer and story consultant Vanessa King, as we welcome her here today to talk about The Lion King, the 1994 film. Um, I'll read the synopsis real quick. Tricked into thinking his fa- he killed his father, a guilt-ridden lion cub flees into exile, um, starring Jeremy Irons, James Earl Jones, Matthew Broderick, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and a host of others. Directed by Rob Minkoff and Roger Ehlers, and music composed by Elton John, Hans Zimmer, and Nick Glennie Smith. Um, budget of $45 million. And man, I had to read this double t- twice. Box office of $763 million. I mean, holy smokes. Hey, hey Vanessa, uh, I'm glad you. Glad you, uh, you would you say you were made for this movie? I was, I was made for this literal episode of your podcast. I was like born. I was born ready for this. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you were born in Africa and then held a No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> no, I was not that. Um, but I am. I'm not one of like I'm not a Disney adult. There's a whole like sect of people that are like Disney adults, which I respect and right. support. And do you? That's not me. But I just happen to know every single Disney movie um, that I, you know, probably up until, well, up until I got old. But, um, but I, I actually like to the point that when I was in college for my thesis, I actually studied Disney movies and like the violence that occurred between like 1960 and I, well, at that age, I don't want to tell you when that was because it'll really date me, but like it was probably like a 30 year span, maybe 40 year span. So, um, so yeah, hmm. I I'm like I'm I'm down with the Lion King when that was proposed. I I don't think I've jumped at anything like so quickly. Well, that's good. I'm, we're glad because we want we want you to be feel that way about the movies. I'm I'm actually uh, the show's spokesperson for Disney Plus. So there you uh, go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Holy all right. smokes! Hey, listen. Right. I'm I'm. This is first of all. I saw some trivia that said. Um, the team that worked on this was their B team, quote unquote, while the A team worked on uh, Pocahontas. Oh, wow. Which is hilarious because Pocahontas isn't great. And this is one of my favorite Disney films. So, yeah. Yeah, that's absurd. I think of a certain age, it was just like, that's what it was. It was just The Lion King. Like, it didn't mm. matter. I think I remember going to a theater and I would have been like, in my early teens at that point. And I remember going to the theater multiple times, adding mm-hmm. that lovely box office that, that is mm-hmm. that red. Well, it, but just but, between um, yeah. this and, uh, and Aladdin, I'm like, I can, I can watch those now over and over and over again. You know, I like Aladdin. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I know I, I'm not saying I dislike Aladdin, but I'm like, I was like the Her- Hercules spoke to me. Like I loved Hercules. I think seven people watched it. It was probably one of their like least popular Disney movies. I, we can't even talk about The Little Mermaid because that was like in my formative childhood years. So like I can mm. I can do a staged reading of it right now if you want, but um, I'm not yeah, going to. Should we just stop the podcast and do that? Yeah, let's just switch. Let's just. Let's <laughs> I'll, just I'll, I'll be I'll be Sebastian. I'll be Sebastian. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Ariel. Um. <laughs> You are Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. 
yeah. uh, and, and also like the the witch in it her name mm-hmm. was Vanessa or, in inhuman form so that was like uh-huh. not lost on me because everybody in school reminded me of that so oh, um okay. yeah but 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 back to the lion king mm-hmm. Did we have to? no i was kidding um i also saw that there was a um a, a someone that a friend of Hans Zimmer's that he worked with on this called Lebo just M initial uh and he's from South Africa so uh, he used someone from Africa to you know you know it's kind of weird when people just aren't from a certain country or region and they they're scoring the music or something so, yeah. yeah I, I, I was sure. trying to avoid that word but no you can say <laughs> I'm, it I'm glad he, he pulled in you know someone from the region for this absolutely well. and who absolutely. does some of the vocals as well like the the chanting in the first song like the circle of life song he that's uh, him like that yeah. Yeah. i probably killed it but it's something I'm, like I'm, that I'm, i like learned it. To attempt that oh no it was like <laughs> it was it was it's like one of those things that when you hear it you immediately know what it's from mm-hmm. you immediately can like continue to sing in a way that like you're like what like, you know, everybody, nobody knows the words, but everybody knows the words, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, everybody's got right. their own version of whatever right. that oh, yeah. chant is actually saying, which is actually a beautiful quote. Like, it's it's talking about the fa- like the father and a son. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, you can just immediately know where you are. I, I actually get chills when I hear it for the first time, like when I haven't heard it in a long time, and then it comes on, like immediately I have chills. It's, it's mm. absurd. It's like probably the most recognizable opening song to a movie i would say in history in cinematic yeah. history uh so i just wanted to cover really quick the imdb i'm gonna stop referring to imdb soon i promise nah, 8.5 8.5 out of 10 that's good for imdb rotten tomatoes critics 93 percent. audience 93 percent. that's very good that's very i think good. that's the first rotten time we've got an identical one right from rotten tomatoes yeah, probably yeah. Everybody likes cartoon Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also reference a uh, an African, um, I don't want to say fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale, legend, whatever that really also follows a similar storyline. I'll find that. Oh, here Amazing. we go. It's an oh, it's a, it's well, it's more of Egyptian, an Assyrian family myth uh, from ancient Egypt. It's about uh, Mufasa is essentially Osiris, the father who is killed by Scar, which is Set. Uh, and then the rightful heir is Simba, which is Horus. So they actually kind of lined up those pretty coolly. That's and, amazing. And, and 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 Disney does do that a lot with you know they've done it in Africa. You know you see um, Moana where they do like a uh, Hawaiian, well not Hawaiian, Pacific Islander kind of story. So they do kind of do that and kind of retell these stories in really cool ways. What's mm-hmm. weird? So it says that this was adapted from Hamlet, though, which. It's like okay. Well, I think um, I think Shakespeare may have borrowed from this Syrian story. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it was a little bit too too coincidental there. Figure out the timeline, friends. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. By the way, did you guys notice? I looked at the awards in 1994, and I guess it was 95 Oscars. There were three songs from this movie that were nominated. Oh wow. It won for Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what the, let me just open this little tab here. It was probably uh, Circle of Life as yeah. well. Yeah. And what, Hakuna Matata maybe? Let me see. Yeah, oh, that I think would so. work. That tracks. Uh, yeah. Let me see. 
original song, Can You Feel Love, Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata. Yeah. And then also one for best music with Hans Zimmer. So Hans Zimmer, who's my favorite composer when it you comes know to what? film scores. You know what? I would have to agree. I love John Williams. And I Danny do too. Elfman, I'm nothing against John Williams, Danny Elfman. Hans They're the greats. Zimmer. Hans yeah. Zimmer, like a gladiator. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Hans I, Zimmer I literally... and Enya. <laughs> Moments ago was just be, like this morning was somebody asked me just out of the blue who was my uh, my favorite composer for film and I said Hans Zimmer and I thought oh well that's convenient because I'm also talking about him later today but yeah it's, he's just got it's it's the depth that he has I find with his with his scores like it's just they're each each individual track tells a story mm-hmm. in the story so yeah. again like listening to it you're like. You can even if you didn't know that this was the scene where you know Mufasa was being chased by the the stampede. You know something is going on in that one particular track where we are running for our lives for some reason. Then something sad happens because the horns come in and you're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. it's not good with the violence. But and all um, his movies are just. I mean, every single movie you look at on his filmography. It's crush, crush, crush. Like he just like I mean, just I mean, I, I can't remember a bad one. Yeah, I don't think uh, there was one. Don't make me find one. I'm sure there um, is. Yeah, one. I know you, know you what? will. I'm gonna Google right now too. <laughs> but he's he's also done like some a bunch of actual. He's done he did Top Gun Maverick. He's done yeah. a bunch of action films that I really love too. Drop Zone. From, Inception is in one of the like top. Hundred fifteen or whatever yes. scores. Oh, if you Google wow. it, he did Gladiator. He did yeah. Mission Impossible. It looks oh, like Prince of did, Egypt. Yeah. That's also a really good Prince one. Of, I enjoy. And you know what, Prince Steel. of Egypt. There's some parallels here with Prince of Egypt too, with the with the way the oh, music yeah. sounds. Oh well, yeah, that's probably the Osiris story. Um, <laughs> Man of Steel, Dark Knight Rises, Sherlock Holmes. I mean, the all the uh, the Dan Brown movies, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which. I love the score for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And going back to like, I don't know if you've ever seen Crimson Tide. Gene Hackman, uh, Denzel Washington. That's him too. Like, wow. Beast. He's a machine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I thought was fascinating? And I, it only for me, you probably knew this, it clued in for me when I listened to the track to prepare for this or to the, to the actual um, album, they front load the like kids songs in it yeah. and then it switches to the more you know the score and then they they back end it with elton john and i thought you know what that's those that was back in the day of cassettes right so rather than try to i don't know about you guys remembering trying to find that like third song on the tape like it was just impossible so i feel yeah. like that was there was intent in the way that they did that well, but absolutely. i'm i'm interested as to how elton john got the closer and his songs are very different, like his versions of the songs. Um, yeah. Can't Wait to Be King. When that came on, I was like, what is this song? Like, I honestly didn't didn't recognize it. I was like, thought I'd gone through the album and it had gone to another album. I was like, no, wait a minute. That's Elton John singing Can't Wait to Be King. I don't think Amazing. I've even heard that version of the song. Yeah. I, did, well, I, I think mm. it was like the first time I have. So it was, mm. it was pretty interesting. You just got to go to like track 11. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, I'm going to jump to a what the fuck moment right here right now apparently they took out circle of life oh no for uh not not circle of life the one that won they took out can you feel, can the you love, feel tonight love tonight from the from the movie and he had to 
Elton John had to campaign to put it back in. Wow. And that won the Oscar. Wow. That's a good I told you so moment, huh? Oh, my God. Well, there were some really good decisions made throughout this process, finally, in the end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because this movie is classic. Um, But even, like, the beginning, we're talking about, you know, Circle of Life and, and just the visuals that go along with that, like, you know, kind of like, the continent waking up and all these animals making their way to the birth of this, you know, I don't know, the, the, the next King. And it's just yeah. like watching this, I was like, it's like wonder and awe and anticipation. Just watching how they just visualized everything. It's beautiful. Even just like the, I don't know if it's antelope or whatever, hopping across the screen at one point yeah. in a herd. Yeah. Which this was 94 too. So the yeah, animation, 94. 94. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the animation holds up, very well, I mean, yeah. considering how long ago this was. The movements of the I animals would, um, in this movie. Well, that's what I was going to say. I would love to know when when they came in to score. I was just talking to a composer who said he likes to score once they're at picture lock. Like, that's his favorite mm. time to do it. But when you look at how it works so well with the song, I almost wonder if there was some... I mean, either they added it or or it was in conjunction with. I mean, it's Disney, so I'm pretty sure they could just be like, "You're working on this for the next year or two. But um, um, fascinating. What did I see? There was one scene. I think it was the the stampede scene you mentioned earlier that they said took three years to do because they had to like create a, a brand new program just to get all the movements and on the yeah. individual animals yeah. in overlap or something. Three years because you have to think about back in like. I mean, animation at that point had come far, but to to do the level of movement in each of the individual pieces takes forever. I mean, like Akira, which I think at one point was like the record for the number of cells that was used to animate the film, I think took like 1.6 million cells, right? They probably didn't want to go through all that and had to create a whole new way of doing all that individual movement, which probably now is, I mean, they probably innovated the industry by doing what they did. That one scene. Mm-hmm. Pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. Then this, like, like you said, Vanessa, like the scoring that goes along with that is, I, I just don't know how this movie was made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, I'm not expert enough to be like, oh yeah, no, I see that. That's cool. Okay, oh, that's easy. No, this this is everything's just amazing to me. <laughs> and only for and for only forty five million dollars. I mean, because that's actually well, they made their money back about ten times. Yeah. So, um, but then like what? And then just that first scene. What an introduction to Simba. Like, I mean, that's again a classic scene where it's just like holds him up in the air. Rafiki holds him up in the air, and then like boom, Lion King. Like, I just. That's a great decision, right? They didn't have to just have the yeah. title of the the movie like come that abruptly, but it's like, oh shit! Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. it, you feel it in your chest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, you've already gone on a ride and you've been watching for you know a minute and a half, and, yeah. and you're like, where are we going yeah. now? Like that's that's insane. Like I would I also, actually would see this in the theater again because I feel like that effect would be even greater, like ten times greater. Mm. They they did a good job. I mean, not to bring up. The, the 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 new one but they they kind of captured that same like gunk like mm-hmm. that, that just you just it sort of hits you mm-hmm. um it's, you know good a good solid drum will do that to you <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and then the juxtaposition of that that i mean that grand welcome to the world for simba and then like we flipped a scar in his drab little cave yeah right. that's that's i mean it's just the storytelling in this was also like really cool um and, and we you know we go from the royal family essentially to like the what is it we call it the, the black lion not the black sheep of the family yeah uh and then he's just jeremy irons so good <laughs> what a performance what a, just yeah a, yeah his seek his sing speaking when he went and he sings his song be prepared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things that like actually scared me as a kid. And I'm like, we're talking like early, early teens. I shouldn't have been scared, but there's just something about it that, that completely freaked me out about the whole song. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I actually, I also love how, and it's, this is very Disney, but you know, the music itself is a, is a separate story. Like if you're going to talk about a stories, B stories and C stories and in, in screenwriting, like the music for Disney is, is pretty much a sea story. Like it's not the same movie if that music isn't there. Um, and it's complimentary. It's not like a lot of times you'll have, you know, in a musical an actual like stage musical, if you don't have the song, the story doesn't connect, but with Disney, they're like, Oh no, no, you don't need the music, but the music is going to amplify this scene in a way that it's going to stick with you. Um, which is very it that's that in itself is really cool storytelling to just be like to say Elton John can you please tell us a story with Tim Rice and see what you can do here's the basic premise mm. go for it yeah and, and I was I recently watched the the live action um, Little Mermaid and they added a couple new songs and I actually felt like one they weren't that good and two it was they seemed forced into the storyline and it kind of took me out of it right so that's very important to not do that in this movie. Like yeah. you said, does it perfectly. Yeah, it's that's that's really true. I, I mean, I think Beyonce got to put a song in. Um, I think which actually maybe it got nominated for an Academy Award yeah. in the new one. I, I um, haven't seen the new Lion King. Contentious. Which... I know that everybody yeah. was like the Lion King purists were like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. Well, but um, yeah, I, it can really take you out. Yeah, I mean, well, purists would say why are we remaking this film right now? Yeah. Correct. I Correct. kind of agree and, with. And then capitalism would come in and say, let's tell you, I'll tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, one, two, three, $8 billion. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I also, going back to um, Jeremy Irons, apparently the animators says they were so impressed that they actually worked in some of his features into the into Scar's character. I can see that. Yeah. I can absolutely see that. <laughs> Which absolutely. is cool. And the other person in the scene who I also love, Rowan Atkinson, of mm. uh, Black Adder fame and uh, Mr. Bean, which probably more people know. Uh, I, well, he's just he's just him. He's I don't know. <laughs> Whoopi was Whoopi, Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg was the other hyena. She's right? a hyena. Uh, Cheech yeah. Marin is one of the hyenas. Yeah. I, there's there's a lot of folks in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. That's amazing. Even. Um, Okay, I'm just going to say the movie, and maybe you guys can tell me. There's another voice actor who worked with James Earl Jones in Coming to America. Do you know who she is and what character she plays in this? Oh, um, what's her name? Um, the, the queen. The yep. queen in, in, in Coming to America. Um, and she actually also, actually, it's funny, they both the play queen. King. She's the queen in The Lion King, too, right? Yes, yes. Madge, yeah. Madge Sinclair, right? Sinclair. 
Yeah, yeah. Yep. So she is also in this, and like she has that very, I don't know, smooth, powerful voice. Yeah, she's a she's a jazzy lion. She's somebody who yeah. you listen to. Like that's yeah. your mom talking. You're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> whatever you say, mom. Yeah, no, that's really that's really interesting. I can't imagine the voiceover booth of just <sighs> like recording the Lion King. Like what that soundstage much must have been like. I saw something. I I didn't write it down, but like apparently two of the actors never really met each other. They met each other just once. Mm. Who were in this oh, actual wow. movie? Camera, I think it was probably Jeremy Irons, and I can't remember somebody. Else, I mean, but... Jeremy's kind of a his scar's kind of a loner in the film. I can see that. I can see that they they wouldn't. Yeah. He'd be like, "You don't need me on stage. I'm not coming to California for this." <laughs> hey, Chris, did, yeah. did you want? Do you have the DVD for this? I do. Did you this and Aladdin? Was there any Those are the two uh, Disney films I own? Any documentary stuff on the end of it, or I did not check. Because I, 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 thanks, 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 thanks for calling me out there. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Um, <laughs> no, I guess my point is that I feel like I would love to just see a, like a behind the scenes of making of this movie as a documentary, because that must be amazing. Just seeing all the all the the voiceovers and all the the animation. I mean, it must be an amazing. It would be. A, I would pay to see that. Yeah, I mean, when you see like see films like I've I've seen kind of behind the scenes stuff for like Aladdin. You got Robin Williams. Some people are just really into it. Like they're moving around with the you know the with the energy of the of the scene. So yeah, I'd love to see like I I don't know what Jeremy. He's probably just sitting still like a statue when he's doing. He's just in the he's in a throne. He's He's actually in a throne. It's a stone throne. Game Game of Thrones before it was. He's just sitting there with his yeah. like big. That would be amazing if he's sitting in like the the, the the throne of swords from Game of Thrones doing his uh, voiceover. I, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. <laughs> I really I, do. Now, now that you mention it, yeah. Um, I'm trying to like he Jeremy Irons. Um, he he reminds me of like his voice scar in the movie somehow takes me back to um a very old disney movie the robin robin hood um, oh. and it's oh. the the um, prince john. lion prince john yeah. in prince john. robin hood and scar for whatever reason share cartoon traits in in my brain at least they do <laughs> um they maybe. play these cowardly kind of Backstabbing, yeah. Lion, yeah. Lion. they're both lions. Yeah. Cowardly lions, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. One, one with a little bit more front facing, but yeah. but yeah, I don't know why it always takes you right back there to Prince John of, with Robin mm-hmm. Hood, which is another movie that I thoroughly. Yeah, that's enjoy. a classic. That's also yeah. a classic. classic. Uh, I also liked the uh, again going back to the storytelling, the development of Simba and Mufasa's relationship in the very short period of time that they they have yeah. that we see them on screen together. And just like passing down of traditions, like Simba's training, the pouncing training. Um, you think James Earl Jones was like, "I'll give you four scenes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You just get you get four scenes with uh, me. Figure it four out. Four scenes, four million dollars. That's um, right. That's right. He's probably so busy. I mean, I mean, he probably could only afford to do four scenes. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Uh, again, Disney. You know, they own Star Wars as well. He was Darth Vader. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but all those things like that. that parenting and, and mentoring he scolds him and then he like the tough love and then the, the soft touch and then like the playfulness like we get all of that within those like 
Are they 10, 15 minutes they're in that movie together? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's maybe. It's the the first half of the second, well, the first act, and then, Mm -hmm. like, the first half of the second act. Not even half. I would say the first, like, five, six minutes of the second act, because that's really what throws Simba... I'm going to be mm. all screenwriter nerd, but that throws him into the new world when his, when his dad dies. Yeah. Like that's, that's essentially his and, act too. And like knowing how this, you know, what happens later on this particular scene when, when he's scolding him and, and then, and then Simba says, you know, something like, we'll always be together. Right. Dad. Oh, that foreshadowing now kills me. Yeah. yeah he's a big <laughs> pit in your stomach. Oh. I love how they did the transition with uh, Hakuna Matata where you start like when Simba is a kid and he's lost and he finds these yeah. two wackadoos in you know the jungle, um, and then I guess it would be the Sahara. But then um, we see him age using it's almost like a montage, but not really. I hate montages in movies. I, you can ask anybody. <laughs> I think that they're it's a device that we all have to try and stay away from. Um, but sometimes they're useful. And this like was a non-montage. It was basically like they used the the bridge, if you will, of the of that song to sort of age Simba in a in like two beats. It's like do and then do and then you get the key change and you're like, oh, he's a grown up now. I see it's, this. It's it's funny you say bridge because they're yeah they're walking across this like they're long across the bridge, this tree, yeah, exactly. tree bridge like dancing when uh <laughs> when they yeah. animate or they morph them up. Somebody got funny with that. <laughs> <laughs> bridge, but, bridge, get it? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, it's 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 really smooth transition, like you said. You know, not really a montage, uh, and that song itself is just so playful, and and it, and it also tells the story of him forgetting his past and trying to move forward. So it, it, it's a tool. It works perfectly in, mm. in the story. Yeah. And Hakuna Matata is just a, it's, <laughs> it's a good phrase. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a very good <laughs> phrase. I, people will tell me that on a bad day and I'll be like, go away. But <laughs> I got gotcha, you. Didn't work for Simba. It's not working for me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I also love the, um, the transition into, it was just a, such a quick thing. Uh, into I uh, just can't wait to be king. Uh, Simba is with Nala and Zazu, but yeah. he just like jumps, he pounces, and then the color just kind of changes slightly to this kind of like neon pastel, and that the whole song is kind of in that style. Mm. And, it, and as he jumps and lands, and the color goes, the song starts. So I was just like, I, I just remember that hitting me when I was watching it this time. Hmm. That's interesting. That's another one, chicken before egg. Like what obviously, you know, there's they're probably doing it with like a sketch a sketch draft by the time mm-hmm. they start applying the music to it. But you know, that's such a that's such an artistic choice that feels like beyond editing, that feels like it was something that was probably written into the story, at least at some point, that, you know, the this whole new tone shift for for Simba, you know, metaphorically and also sort of physically. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh and you and you mentioned scars or Jeremy Irons Be Prepared, which I I love that song. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite I songs. I really love this song. But I'll tell you something, Jesus, the references to Nazi Germany and authoritarianism with the marching hyenas yeah. doing like the yeah. goose step. Oh, yeah. oh, man. They are not yeah, yeah. That, that is that is very, very pointed. Disney? Um, 
Disney? I, yeah. Disney. Disney. <laughs> okay, guys. You don't expect that um, from a Disney product. Sorry. Do you, um, have, speaking of, of that song, though, um, have do you sing karaoke? Because I'll tell you, huh. if you ever want to bring the house down, sing that at a karaoke, like at karaoke. Because people get so excited. You end up having like the whole choir in the background, like singing the song with you. Especially again, talking about the bridge, like you'll have everybody singing that with you. There's your next song for your next uh, show, Chris. I'll uh, I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Hans Good Hans Zimmer can, Hans Zimmer, can you come to orchestrate for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need uh twelve trombones, seven trumpets, uh, seven violins. And Jeremy yeah. Irons doing like a voiceover, like in the background, just while you're singing. Well, our our, our other co-host, <laughs> our other co-host JT, uh, loves doing impressions. I'm sure he can. Have uh, don't oh, there you don't go. <laughs> and then, fuck, you know what scene I'm gonna talk about now. No, because you, you talked about it already, but ugh, the stampede scene. Yeah, holy shit! And you mentioned earlier, like the music, the scoring behind that. Damn, it starts out with these like, I don't know, I don't know what the, the scoring. What do you call it? I don't know the vernacular for musical vernacular, but like these like staccato strings as this as the uh, wildebeest comes trickling over the side of the yeah. canyon. Mm-hmm. And then as they come closer, those horns you mentioned come in. And then it's just, like you said, it's telling the story just within that one scene. And I was just like paying attention very specifically to, to that, to the music there. And it's just like, oh my God. And then when he's like getting trampled and like, then he jumps out and he's like, like they really dramatic. Oh, he's going to make it. And it's just, the music is just right along with what you're watching. Oh, yeah. And then when he doesn't make it and you get the like, I call it the sad Lion King uh, score where it kind of like is embedded in a, a couple of places, but it's, it's melodic and it cries for you. Like you're like crying, but it's like, here, we're going to help you. We'll give you some crying music so that you can just like accentuate your crying mm-hmm. because it is sad. It is sad. Yeah. And poor little Simba comes over and sees his dad and is like, wake up. Crumbles. Wake He's up. trying to wake yeah. him up. He's like nudging him again oh. with the animation, like the, the, the animal movements. But you still yeah. understand exactly what's going on, it, oh. even if even if he wasn't talking, if the, if the animals couldn't talk, yeah. I think we'd all understand we just what's went, going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, too much. It was too much. He just lays down beside him. Oh, I can't. I can't. Guess oh, and, and the music you mentioned at that part is actually a callback to when um, Mufasa is explaining the ancestors in the star scene right. to Simba, and they yep. bring it back, which is a little sadder. Oh. Like, oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm more, about more to violence. start crying right now. I know, don't do it. this. It's sad. It makes me sad. It's <laughs> oh, very and, like ping ping strings. And then Scar, when he's just like, when he has him on the cliff, he's like, long live the king. And then just lets him go. Oh my God. <laughs> this is one of the greatest scenes in cinematic history. <laughs> the, I mean, two I, of the greatest things in cinematic history have happened in this movie already. <laughs> not, not, to, not to send everything for a loop, but I did just finish spare the book and i'm like mm, i see some of this going on like it's, mm. like, it's really even mm. like royal, you said royal family and it's it's very like it's there it's just it's one of those you s- apparently see it throughout time mm-hmm. um but a yeah tale as old as time mm-hmm. tale of, it's a different movie you can invite me back, back to, for that one too back, if you to, want back to. to osiris um <laughs> And and again, I, I got to this point in the film, and I was just like, 
and it definitely held up throughout towards the end of the film. But the story, t- the screenplay is pretty flawless. Oh yeah. There, oh there's no. Nothing. It's I there's I have flawless. no critiques. Yeah, this was probably the second film that we've done recently where we could say the screenplay was is just tight, man. I mean, this was yeah. was that Blues Brothers? Was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Stand by Me, which. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a mm-hmm. that's a tight screenplay too. That's a hard one to tell too, not to go off on a tangent, but that one is a uh, where you flip back in time and then come to the present. That's a hard one to tell yeah. that you're like not interprupting the story with the like blips of the future. Which is why I but, brought it up because you, of your hate for montages. I'm like they they could have gotten yeah. lazy in the montages throughout most of that movie. Sure could have. Didn't. That's a good screenplay. Go. No montage. So. Tell it without a montage. Some of the, <laughs> listen, there's a couple of good montages out there. I can't think of any offhand, right. but you know, occasionally I'll get one. Yeah. yeah. Usually yeah, it's just I, like a really easy device for a screenwriter and editor yeah. and director and everybody else. It just goes, yeah, let's just put a montage in. That's fine. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Uh-oh. This one best film. Rocky. Which one? Rocky has a montage. That's, but that's a good training. montage. That's a, good that's, a, mo- that's a sold training montages. That's you're allowed to train with a yeah. montage because I don't really want to watch someone training without. Blood, blood, blood sport. Blood sport has the yeah, same training yeah, montage. Exactly. <laughs> totally. I feel like Dragon probably has a training montage. Oh yeah. Body kid has a training yeah, montage. Yeah. Training montages are okay. I got to see you get strong fast. Right. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have the two. I, I have time to watch and build your muscles. Uh, I also oh. liked uh, so the story, the, the the screenplay here with the development of characters and relationships motivations of scar for doing what he does and Simba running away and and even coming back um and even down towards the in the second half of like the breakdown of society with that authoritarian rule coming into play like everything it's just right and it's it's like also truth speaking (laughs) absolutely yeah it's that's it's definitely um it, it's it's like I said, it's one of those movies that you can watch once and you'll probably just there'll be scenes that just stick with you. Mm-hmm. Is Scar do we is he included in the all time baddies hall of fame? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no That's, doubt. He's a bad guy. He is yeah, bad. He's just, like he is he is no good. There yeah, there's absolutely nothing. He's, it's not like he felt sorry for killing no, Mufasa. no, there's zero redeeming qualities and, to Scar. And then, and then he, like, man, that when he's like, run, run away, yeah. Simba. Like, oh my God, what you asshole. What a dick. Yeah, he dick. he's like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he, oh. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't know. Was that even a question? That, yeah. yeah, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's a good question. I don't know in the pantheon of like, because even Darth Vader at the end, right? Redeemed. Yeah. He's, he's oh. a pretty bad guy. But <laughs> See, that's... Mm, that's okay. See, there was so. a song that was that, that that did hit the cutting room floor um, that's actually in the stage production of it called Morning Report. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yes. Morning, it's Sazu. a good song, but I can also understand why they got rid of it um, because it's kind of repetitious to the... Mm-hmm. Um, to the scene. I have a puppy who's going to come visit, I think. She's literally just made her way yeah. into the room. So if you see a big white dog... What's going on over there? <laughs> puppy. Well, we, we've, yeah, we've, she's doing. She's like, you're talking about the Lion King? Yeah, I wasn't invited. <laughs> we've, we, we've, had do- we've had dogs on the show before. That's fine. Oh, good. Well, here you go. She's literally just like, hi, I'm going to say hi. So this is, this is, this is, 
Her name is Bird, actually. You're talking Lion King. Bird. I want to talk Lion yeah, King. Yeah, she's talking Lion King, and she's like, I don't know why I'm not. I'm not being included here. Um, but yeah, so the morning sorry for report. The <laughs> no problem. But you mentioned I, I was. I, I have like one of my favorite quotes is probably from the morning report that he that Zazu actually does. Oh, I love that. And he it was just one little line because he's going through a bunch of different you know animals, or whatever. He's like, I told the elephants to forget, but they can't. That's very funny. <laughs> it's such a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Um, I um, I think that like with the morning report. I think if I recall, I haven't seen the stage show in a while, but I think that um, Simba and Nala are basically messing around with Zazu for with the morning report. I think they have like their whole side thing, which is actually kind of interesting because it builds on their relationship a little bit more so that you kind of understand maybe one step more why they would have been together as lion adults. Mm. Um, but, but even taking it out, you know, the story is strong enough that like you can, you can sort of get away with, without, without that one piece again, because Disney music accentuates, it doesn't actually replace the story. Uh, I was, I was about to ask you, are, are you calling out a flaw in the screenplay? Is that no, there's did? no, there's none. There's no flaw. <laughs> I, I honestly can't think of a flaw in the Lion King. I really can't. I you shall not be returning to this podcast. <laughs> And that's it. No, I actually, I told you, I had to live and breathe the Lion King. Uh, no flaws. No flaws to be found. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned the Hakuna Matata late, uh, earlier, and just like, I just put in my notes, bye-bye, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, because that's what we transitioned yeah. to. I know. Uh, he's he gone. He didn't sing Hakuna Matata, though, right? I think they had another very talented child singer oh, probably singing that. Mm. I, I have no idea. I mean, I think that they all wanted us to believe Jonathan Taylor Thomas sang it, and if he did sing it, I apologize to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But well, he was—he was already a, a heartthrob from yeah, home he's improvement. With he doesn't—he right doesn't—he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't need—he doesn't need to sing. Right. To leave he's, that to the rest fine. of us. <laughs> he's fine. But yeah, I think I, I think it was. Um, I think there might have been another child uh, actor that sang that potentially, but they did a very good job matching matching tenor. And we have to mention. Uh, that song again. Nathan Lane played uh, playing to Timon is in this film. Yeah, he's, and he is amazing. He's a gas. I love Nathan Lane. He's <laughs> he's amazing. I do have a question later on in our final questions for you. Okay, it's not, it's not a critique, but when we get there, you know. Okay, uh, all right. That's a, good this is, that's a good I setup. Up, I came up with something. I came up with something in my head when uh. I was watching it, uh, and then um. And then uh, I loved, really loved. So you know, we're out. We're he's with Timon and Pumbaa now. And then uh, Nala comes hunting and tries to eat Pumbaa. Uh, and then Simba comes and fights with her. But you get that callback to when they were kids and and tumble tussling, rumbling, yeah, 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 the tumbling around and the horsing around and then call it lining around. And then she she comes out on top. I love like, that it, callback. It's just like, and then they realize, oh my god, Nala, Simba, yeah. Yeah, What's up, girl? that's good. That was a good callback. That was a good callback, and also she, she was able to. She shows who's in charge. Mm-hmm. She's in charge. He thinks he's in charge. Very, in very charge, forward-thinking like film. Very, it's a very good. I think that's a dynamic that's probably seen a lot in royal families, where it's like you think the king's in charge, but, but nah. no, it's not actually the king. No, it's not. Not really. I will say. I don't. Let's let me just preface this by saying, like, uh-huh. what the fuck moments don't necessarily mean bad shit. But 
I had counted another what the fuck moment in this film because this film gets dangerously close to like a sex scene. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sure does. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God. Sure those, does. Bedro- those bedroom eyes that Nala be giving Simba, like, ooh. I'm like, oh, slow your roll, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't. I'm trying to remember if, like, as a kid, if I was like, Ew, or I just was over, completely over my head. Oh, I'm pretty sure I probably thought like, oh, that's how that's how little baby lions are made. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I, I I went there. You know, that's one of the things in my in my studies from when I was a literal child. Um, that that with with Disney, they are more apt to put violence in movies than they are to put any kind of um, romance. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. They'll have you blow up it's something fascinating. way before. Uh, yeah, you got to make something. You got to mess it up before before the the love can come in. Yeah, but well, you know? I, I would be interested to see your report now. Now looking at the last, because now it's what another, well, say twenty years. About yeah, probably movies that have happened within that time with like Pixar and whatever. Yeah, where they if went that, away from violence. True, it's, right. I don't think it does. I think they. Yeah. I think that one thing it, that I that was happening from the sixties to the late nineties was the violence was moving from physical violence to, um, mm. to, to more practical day to day life, scary things that happen in your life. So it wasn't just like a big dragon breathing fire was going to come down. It was like, Oh no, your mom might die. Right. Like it was like that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, you where look they at, uh, really what's, uh, switched it around. What's the one with the emotions in the head? They're different colors. Yeah, oh. that's, that's what's oh, it called. Up, up, uh, inside up, out. Inside out. out. Inside out. That one. Oh my god. I uh, sobbed. Oh my god. In a theater, oh. I'm like a mess. There's kids around me. I felt I was like not embarrassed. I was a mess with Inside it's, Out. They, 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 and they've got soul. Really, it's soul. Called soul. Soul. Yeah. With sobbing. The soul. Sobbing the jazz on my musician. couch, just full on yeah. like waterworks for the we whole did, thing. We, we it did was that. Too much. We did that on the podcast. Up. Up. Have you seen? Uh, up? I didn't. I couldn't watch up. It was too sad for me. I Dude, literally the, like the first. Could do it. Well, there is a, there is a montage in there, so you might not like it. But yeah, the first like I it. the first ten minutes, oh god, just cried. Yeah. I, couldn't, oh. I couldn't do it. I had a friend tell me what happened in the first ten minutes. I was like, I'm never watching that movie. <laughs> I tried to watch it the other day, and I was like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't watch up. Because well, yeah. adults are going through the movies should, now, but... so they're going through these animations. So they're like, we got y'all. We're going. We're going to make you cry. Yeah. You know, if you can... the kid's going to ask you why you were crying why so you hard crying? on the way home too. <laughs> Exactly. What was the no, you'll, you'll understand. Sad, huh? You'll understand when you're my age. <laughs> oh, you just don't. You'll, you'll understand. <laughs> uh, what do and you I, mean? <laughs> big, big. Another big call out. I got to make shout out to Rafiki, mm. played by Benson. Benson. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Slash Robert Guillaume. Yeah. Rafiki is freaky. I was just thinking when I was watching this, Darren. Um, we are. I'm working on this animation project. And for me, I think Rafiki is kind of that role that I want the Native American character to be. Oh, uh, okay. Like, he's not there throughout the whole thing, but he's kind of telling a story. He's like the storyteller. Spirit, spiritual guide yeah. of sorts. And then, but then when I he comes in. I walk like and- Rafiki now. I never walk like <laughs> Rafiki, but I, like, I walk like Rafiki with the, like, he's, he, like, waddles with the cane. That's me. That's me. I saw the song. That's, I love him. I feel like he's also, like, Got a little bit of Yoda in him. Yeah. The first time we he, see yeah, Yoda in Star Wars. He's absolutely yeah, Yoda. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> he he plays, he's like, he's, wise he's, he's like not straight. He's not like right in the head when you when you first see him. He doesn't answer any yeah. questions straight on. It's always this 
round the thing. You know, you got to come on, man. Just give it to me straight. Not can't do that. <laughs> All about learning. He's he's the the character in the screenplay that actually is the one who teaches. He's the mm-hmm. real teacher. He he forces the lead character, the main character, to go within and actually grow as a mm. character because Rafiki could give him the answers in the movie over in 10 minutes, but like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, you got to figure it out. And I have a, yeah. I have a what the fuck moment with him later on in this podcast. Mm-hmm. So oh, later on. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. <laughs> I'm sorry. The whole, when they all, when they go back to pride rock and, uh, Timon's like, what do you want me to do? Uh, dress up in a, what is it? A, a hula and or something and do the hula, uh, a yeah. skirt and do the hula, and then he does that whole little number. Out of nowhere. I don't know. Apparently, apparently that line was ad libbed, so I don't know if that means the the whole scene was ad libbed. Yeah, that's that oh would be amazing. Gosh. But there's one line where he's like, oh, "Are you aching for some bacon? He's a big pig. You can be a big, t- big you can be a big." Imagine it's like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> worth of animation to just like. Yeah. Keep, to just keep the 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 ad lib. Well, I love when he yeah. when they're like they sneak up on the hill, and they're like, "All right, so what's your plan for getting around, around the hyenas?" And he's like, mm, sacri- oh, "What do you say? Uh, sacrifice, sac- sacrifice, sacrifice, distraction." Is like, that oh, good idea. What? Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the realization. Yeah, he was good. He was a great character in this movie. How yeah. about when they they take the music from the stampede and they they at they up tempo it for when the fire happens and it starts to burn down all the pride rock same sort of musical score just just completely like it. sort of flipped upside down they they take <sighs> so many of the same parts of that um, wow. you know climactic I've, scene I feel and like music I've got a I new like I've I've got got a podcast host. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. See you. See you yeah. later. Um, yeah, but she, but she she criticized the screenplay though. So <laughs> I didn't. Right? Read, what are you talking about? I didn't put words in my mouth. <laughs> you said you said they took you said they took out a song that was really good and they should have kept it. Anyway, I will um, that. Yeah, that's true. They did do that. That's editing. I'm gonna I'm gonna that falls on the editing. <laughs> and I was also the same scene. I was also like, damn, again they're getting pretty borderline here when Scar. Not once, but twice, like backhand Sarabi, oh, Simba's yeah. mom. I was like, yes. oh, 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 yeah. slow your roll. Yeah, that and, was that was some serious. That's some serious stuff. And, and even Scar's death, right? You mentioned like the music being like the kind of the kids stuff up front, kind of the more for the children, and then more score later on. And it does get mm-hmm. darker. And even yeah. like Scar's death with the hyenas like surrounding him, I and then the shadow. You see the silhouette. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> that scene. He's like, wait, wait, no, hey, hey, no, hey. And, and and of course, another callback to when he kills Mufasa, he tries to do the same thing to Simba. I mean, I you know, I love callbacks, but um, they're used really well here. Mm. It's a good screenplay. Mm-hmm. Not bashing it. And then good we end, essentially we end where we started with a new, you know, Simba wins the battle. He's a new king, and then he and Nala are now are presenting their newborn child. Um. Full circle, circle yeah, of life. Circle, circle of life, man. Like that, the song works perfectly within this whole story as well. So, till we find our place on the path unwinding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually, I have like questions or like what we what I call a so hold up segment, and I had none for this movie. I was like, curious whether you're going to be able to come how, up. With how something. did how did this happen? 
or what is going on here? Like, I just couldn't, I had nothing, I got nothing. Mm. Yeah, I can't, I can't speak to anything either. Uh, Honestly. And as, as bad as it is, I will say my favorite scene is the stampede scene. It's just so powerful. Yeah. Do you guys have, do you have one? Like Darren loves this, the, the Scar's death scene. Is, is that yours? I'm going to do a bookend. And while the stampede was so emotional, I, I think the beginning and the end, that full circle, like that's, I love that. Like I said, mm-hmm. when I first hear the, the, the chant and you see all the animals, like I get goosebumps. And then by the end of it, I'm usually like tearing up. I don't know what it is about <laughs> the chords they use. But with the music and just what I'm watching, I it's guaranteed like it's always it's already something to be like crying before the movie starts. But like I, that's a hundred percent that I can I can do that with the light. Mm. So I'm gonna go with that opening scene. Can I just add one thing here? I, my only no, what the fuck let's moment. Move on. Oh screw you. Um, <laughs> and this is nitpicking, but my my only what the fuck moment happened at the very beginning of this movie, and I'm just like. So, you just had a kid, and you're gonna let this monkey hold him over a cliff. I mean, he, I'm saying, sorry, I'm just like, I don't know, dude. That dude's not right in the head. I'm not letting you hold my kid over a cliff. You know, what I'm saying. You, you've seen that meme where he throws him, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, he's cats, won- cat, cats, cats always land on their feet, bro. It's all good. It's true. It's true. And you know what? He still has eight more lives left. If that if that was one of them, does that? You got hit with two. You got, you got hit with two jabs right there. Um, well, if that's the case, so Mufasa be alive then. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Good Actually, point. Since, he didn't land. He did not land on his feet. Yeah. Oh, and all of his lives got lost. In I would one drop my mic, but it's too expensive. Yeah, that's, no. that's you, cold, Darren. That's cold. That's it's too soon. It's too soon, Darren. My bad. Uh, so Vanessa, actually, you yeah. listened to the soundtrack. I did not. Yes, there are some songs. There are some songs in this movie. Very quick snippets that are. It might not be in the soundtrack. Now, you let me know um, when oh, Zazu is a, when Zazu hard. is prisoner in a uh, Scar's lair. Oh, what is that song? He plays. He, he sings, sings like something. three. He sings three songs. Um. Something that he sings 99 bottles of beer on the wall. That's one of them, isn't it? Something no, like that. A, oh, it's something. Yeah, that one is. Um, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Bunch of coconuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that one. I can remember that one. I don't know the other ones. What are the other ones? He, he starts out with nobody knows. Oh, the that's trouble a good one. Lives. And then he's like something more up tempo. He's like, it's a small oh, yeah. world. After. Oh, my God. He's like, no, not no, that not one. That. Anyway, any song but oh, that Oh, I one. love, yes. I, that <laughs> moment is great, too, because they're literally trashing their own yeah. IP. And there is another song, uh, Timon and Pooba sing. Oh, sure. Which is really funny. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an old doo-wop song, which is also um, in Ace Ventura. The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Boom! Yeah, yes. it's also in that. That um... is that one. I do remember that one. That's a good one. <laughs> are, are those? Are any of those in the soundtrack? No, oh. but you know, in the new Lion King, they take the Lion Sleeps Tonight. I think they actually like make it into a massive song. I think that oh, one really? is a yeah. new soundtrack. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, that I might be okay with that. But that, that, that that's such a in the jungle and the Lion yeah. Sleeps Tonight. Like it, it's it's perfect. It's handmade for this film. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it literally. I feel like they had to. They had to include it. Yeah. Uh, so before we move on to our final 
questions are any favorite okay. quotes uh, or we've already mentioned some what the fuck moments, but anything you wanted to throw in there? I mean, everything, the one when, when, when Mufasa's, uh, Mufasa's everything the light touches mm-hmm. is, is your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's not actually the actual quote, but um, uh, that one close. is so deep because the, it's so vast. Mm-hmm. So then you think like, this is all this, this amazing space is this guy's response is this little baby lion's responsibility mm-hmm. to to protect like that's the, and and that's what i love about the lion king is like you know there's the thought about lions of being these evil predators but really it's like no 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 they're just keeping peace in the jungle that's all that they're doing they are they're keeping the the bad ones at bay and they're keeping the good ones to let them live their own lives and and so i do i do love like that theme of just not bad lions like the lions aren't necessarily bad they're just kind of like the peacekeepers so um, but yeah, everything the light touches is your kingdom, ish. That's that's probably one of mine. <laughs> the Mufasa jumps in front of him and he, he kind of backs down, and he's like, "Well, as far as brains go, I got the lion's share. Mm. But when it comes to brute strength, I'm afraid I'm at the shallow end of the gene pool." Like, it's just it seems mm. I I do not do it justice. His voice is so unique, but like, no, you did a very good job. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like people could actually use that just in general sometimes too. Like, I feel like that's a very <laughs> It's a very good quote, quotable quote. I'm gonna use that next week. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't say that to anybody you want to be friends with after that quote, though. I'll say, I'll say it to Darren. All say right. So after Darren. Uh, job interviews or something. Um, well, maybe a rejection. Yeah. yeah. A quote or another what the fuck moment. Uh, no, I don't have any quotes because I think we said the ones that um, mm-hmm. I liked. What I wanted to observe was which is what I liked about this movie is, you know, lines are at the top of the food chain. You know what I mean? And what I liked is they, how they told the story without us having to mentally think because you had to kind of feel sorry for them. Right. And you can't feel sorry for somebody who, you know, is going to eat you at some point in time down the road. And they kind of, the script was so good that you at no time really thought about it. Matter of fact, the only time they ever talked about it was when, um, Simba asked his father, "Well, we eat antelopes, don't we?" And he's like, "Don't worry about that. Don't think about that part. Of this. Let's, let's let's keep moving." Well, yeah. he, he does say like, "We eat the antelopes, or the antelopes or, turn or, in, or, 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 or or when we turn when we die, we turn to Kenya. Nothing. He's at the top of the food chain." That was a good one. That's no. a very good one. You, I like you, that one. You're the king, king lady. You've got the you've got your lions crossed. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot that one. That's a good one. Come on. <laughs> That's a really good one. That's a very good one. Um, gosh, I can't think of any. I, ha- I have to be honest. I didn't watch the movie. I listened to the soundtrack. I came prepared with the music. <laughs> you didn't watch the movie and you're talking so eloquently about it right now because... I told I you have, this I, is I, ingrained I to, to in my yeah, brain. This is like I, I, this is a, like a whole part of my brain that just is devoted to the Lion King. I, oh. I'll say one powerful line I really actually let me let Darren go first because I don't want to take all of these uh, when to, uh, what, what's uh, the uh, female uh, what's his girlfriend's name Nala, Nala. Nala. when Nala uh, comes and they're talking and Timon goes whoa whoa time out let, let me get this straight you know her she knows you but she wants to eat him and everybody's okay <laughs> with this <laughs> that's, that's a good one that's a good yeah. one too I, I thought I thought you were gonna do this one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Nala and Simba talking, 
And uh, Simba says, you're starting to sound like my father. And she says, good, at least one of us does. Mm. I was like, oof. Oh, burn. That's, that's um, definitely like a heat of argument in the kitchen kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay. Final questions. Are we, are we ready? Sure. Why not? Let's do I, it. I don't know if Darren, if you have any, I, I've just, we used to have our basic questions and now I've just been like finding some trivia and trying to use that. But this is what I was saying earlier. Um, when I'm watching Timon, listening to Timon, I actually really hear a lot of Billy Crystal in there. So mm. I was wondering, what do you think, Billy Crystal as Timon? Is this film? Can he do it? Is this film? Is it? Does he improve the film? Enhance it? Or you know, what that's do you think? a great question. Um, I think it would end up being a very like PG thirteen to R rated <laughs> Lion King if Billy Crystal got in there. I. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with, I'd be okay with Billy Crystal in that, in that. It's mm -hmm. funny actually that they didn't use yeah. him because that was around the like comic relief time, right? When it was like Whoopi yeah. and Billy and Robin Williams all doing their thing. So I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't use yeah, him. He was pretty popular at that moment. Yeah. No, that I, I I'm, I'm, I would be okay with the Billy Crystal as Timon. Yeah. yeah. Don't you dare! Yeah, no, I think. He, Are we he, recasting? Can we call him? Can he like come yeah. in and just take over those lines? Well, they didn't do it for the live action, did they? So I don't know. Yeah, I would have accept. No, he, he's used, a great exception. Uh, Seth Rogen. No, Seth Rogen and who else? Was Seth Rogen Pumbaa? That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, he was Pumbaa. Who was? Uh, I have to Google it. It was a. It was along the the like comedian of the of the week sort of choices mm. but it was a good one I, i'm sorry i gotta look at it i i hate googling during things but what was i gonna say well you know i i i i billy crystal is awesome but nathan lane was really good in this so you know i feel like it would be pretty much the same you, you're, you're saying it might go up to pg-13 r you know he's got to follow, follow the script there could, there could be some pg-13 r outtakes uh yeah i i i mean nathan lane can do no wrong ever in my book ever so i'm i'm okay with the way that it was oh my gosh billy eichner was timon that's who it was i was about to interrupt mm. it was billy eichner oh, who was who was timon. Timon in the interesting new one. Okay. yeah i mean i hate to say that i called him a canadian du jour but i wasn't so off with that either <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question so <laughs> i don't know if this is even a question i read some trivia that said that scar and this is one of the important like changes or decisions I think was made, but I'll ask you guys. Scar and Mufasa were not supposed to be related originally. Hmm. What do you think? How do you think that film looks? That version of the film looks. I think we're looking at uh, like I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's as you don't get the same drama yeah. if they're not related. It's. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was gonna say it's. I don't know why I was going to say it was more like Star Wars, because it's actually not more like Star Wars in that case, because we still have Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, you know, being related. So it's like you pull the family out. I just feel like you lose you lose that like dynamic. It's a whole dynamic. Well, I think yeah. I think I think Mufasa kills him because the one reason why he was still around was because he was his brother. I mean, he says. He's like, oh, what am I going to do with him? You know, he was torn between knowing how evil his brother was, but knowing that he's his brother and not, you know what I mean? So 
I think if he's not brother anymore, he's like, oh, all gloves are off. Gloves are off. I can, you know, do. Yeah, he would have got rid of yeah. him. I think I think it would have been over before it started. Right. I don't think Scar would have been around. Yeah. yeah. It's very much air in the spare, though. Like, very much just like, you know, the 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 one at the top and then the one that everybody forgets about. And mm. and Scar is what happens when you get, when you're, when you're, you're not as strong as your big brother right. and not as charismatic and all the things that go with being the king. Um, Darren, any, any, any other questions? I mean, we have our, our song questions as well. I don't have any questions. Um, right. So go for it. Yeah. Do you want to let us know, Vanessa, your two part question, your favorite song. Uh-huh. And then also the song you think encompasses the storyline of the film. Oh, that's hard. Okay. Um, my favorite song or my favorite song to sing, and my favorite to sing is Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Mm-hmm. But the song I think best represents the the core of the movie is Be Prepared. Mm. I'm actually going to am... flip it. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Circle of Life is my... Th- theme the song i think is that was chris and Mm -hmm. be prepared is my favorite song oh wow taryn the podcast over man we agreed on that again lion king is bringing everybody together today yeah that's not can you feel the love tonight (laughs) (laughs) run chris Uh, run (laughs) yes i don't know i don't know what's going on i don't know if he's rubbing off on me or vice versa you just I been like doing to this believe I'm a good all. influence on the peoples that I interact with. That's not my outlook. Uh, and uh, yeah, the the again the whole your what the fuck moment, Vanessa of Scar hitting on Sarabi after he yeah. kills <laughs> uh, Mufasa. Yeah, that's awkward. That's... Like it's a real vibe. Like just a, awkward. Like, you're just like yeah. You just like kind of cringe. That would have been funny if uh, Zazu was there and he did that. Like awkward. <laughs> I mean, I think the adults would have laughed for sure. <laughs> you know, a quote I think uh, I forgot too is um, when uh, the battle's happening between the the, uh, the hyenas and they're in the cave, and the guy call uh, the one one of the hyenas calls um, calls him a pig, and he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that." Oh, he's, yeah. he's like, "They call me Mister Pig." <laughs> <laughs> Pumbaa's great. Yeah. He's great. By the way, I, I we mentioned Nathan Lane. Uh, what's yeah. his actor's name? We should give him a shout out because he was pretty awesome. Uh, Ernie Sabella. Hmm. Ernie Sabella. He's uh, Pumbaa in this. And I, he's amazing. And he, even when he's singing, <laughs> it was pretty cool. So hmm. don't want to leave him hanging. Uh, I mean, he's finally... collecting royalty. So he's cool. Even oh, yeah. if we have, yeah, it would be true. fine. And I don't know if you've seen on Disney Plus, they have all these sing-along versions of no, movies really? and stuff. So I'm sure he's getting royalties off that as well. Good for him. Good for him. I hope he's getting more than I imagine he's probably getting. Yep. <laughs> and so final question. Okay. What do you rate this film from zero to 10? 10 being the highest. Oh, I mean, do I give it a 10? I think I have to give it a 10. It's like 9.5 just because is that anything ever actually perfect? But I think I gave um, something a 10 recently. I think I think you it's a, in my book it's a ten. I'm, okay. You can come okay. at me if, if you don't agree, but that's I uh, yeah I think it's a, I think it's a ten. Nine point nine seven. I'm not gonna argue with you. 
It's it's a good one. It's one that I've watched multiple times and will continue to watch multiple times. It's like my cleaning movie. Like you know, you have a cleaning movie that you just like put on while you're cleaning the house. Yes, we always call it, the Lion King. We call it Day Killers. Day Killer. That's a good one. Yeah, the good Day Killer. Totally. I like. I, I like that. I, as well. I would have to stop cleaning to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the reason why you put it on your cleaning because you're like, I don't need to vacuum. I'm gonna watch this instead. Yeah. Um, I, I gave I gave Casablanca a ten recently, so I gotta I think watch about that this again. Point. I haven't. I don't. I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I can speak on Casablanca without like to comment on your ten. I, I would highly recommend watching it again. I will. I totally will. Uh, Darren, are you are you giving us a ten as well? Wait, what did you give it a ten? Vanessa gave it a ten. You, I gave it a ten, and you and you gave it a ten too, Chris. I haven't answered yet. Oh, you haven't answered yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's not going to be a 10, and you'll probably be mad at me. And this, I know we've we've uh, been the same for a bunch of movies, but for me, this was more like an 8.5. That's okay. You can, we can not, still be Not friends. because of anything other than oh, that. Don't, don't speak for me, Vanessa. I'm not a, <laughs> it's not like... Um, it's like... It's a rare Disney movie that that I'm like, you know, up in arms about. So, uh, there's something wrong with you, bro. It's an amazing film. I just, I, 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 I you know not, what? I'm I'm actually happy that you're not giving it, you know, a high. Yeah, no, I know that, you're going to be. That happy. makes us different. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that's the only reason this is acceptable, though, because you're you're definitely oh, wrong. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, just to be a little different from Vanessa, I'm giving it a nine point nine. Okay. Okay. Well, only because Scar backhands Sarabi twice in this movie. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not. We with just the, shouldn't. I'm not with the abuse of women. women. So. No, that's that's <laughs> so. a good. That's a solid point. It's a okay. solid point. So, solid. Uh, but this is this is yeah. As I said, I own this and Line uh, Aladdin. Actually, I, I did also own the Invincibles. But someone stole it from me. I also uh, the Incredibles. Sorry, I love Incredibles. Um, but those are the only That's two good one. Disney animated films I, I own. So you, clearly, I love this movie. Clearly, it's at the top. Yeah, clearly. So, yeah. Well, Amazing. Yeah, we we are going to have a new host, but it, I'm not leaving. It's definitely Darren for eight point five to Lion King. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what do you got going yeah. up, coming up for you? What projects are you working on? Are you got anything cool? I'm working on a couple of things. I. I don't think I can talk about them yet because they're not actually my projects. Um, <laughs> I am working on a fascinating project about, um, believe it or not, it's like so cliched, but it's about hockey. Um, now that I'm in Canada, I feel like hockey. you have to work on a project about hockey. But um, yeah, I've just got, I'm, I'm actually building a film program here in the place where I am. I was invited by the province to put together a curriculum so so here i am putting together a curriculum for the colleges so that's what i'm working on right now is trying to teach people how to work on sets um and then you know being a story analyst whenever someone asks so that's that's where i am with my life so well we hope to be able to hear about those other projects you're working on later on (laughs) i will come i will come we will talk about we can do like like 
I don't know, Mighty Ducks or something one day. Uh, oh, and, yeah, yeah, I guess since you're over there. Right said. into the pitch for my for <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Lion King one and a half or whatever that one was. Uh, yeah, no, well, there is Lion King too. I don't know. I think I don't think I can watch that though. I think that's too much. Yeah. I don't know. It came on like fun. right after. It came on right after. It suggested it when I finished Lion King on Disney suggested? Plus. And I was like, should should I should I do it? Don't should do, I it. do it. Don't do it. You were <laughs> no, talking about don't purists. Do don't don't ever do it too. Twos are just you're just gonna line yourself up for being. No, it sad. wasn't two. It was Lion King one and a half. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. It's a thing. That's Check a, it out. Trailer between that's movies? just content. Is what that is. Yeah. That's content. I haven't seen it. You gotta do this up. That's amazing. All right, well, now maybe I have to watch it. Uh, Darren, you, you, besides all our podcasts that we've been working on? No, it's podcasts, a lot of podcasts, man. I'm like, I'm like, so many podcasts are being done right now, which is cool. I'm not complaining. Uh, you know, it's all good. We, we've done um, Stand By Me and Do the Right Thing. and Casablanca. Um, Casablanca. So those are all. As we're. As we're, we haven't mentioned yet, uh, as we're leading up to our 100th episode. Uh, wow, that's a 10, big one. Yeah, yeah. We're doing 10 films. We looked at the, uh, the AFI Top 100. We're kind of using that as a guide guidepost, but, you know, with good soundtracks. Uh, so we've got, you know, six more of this. Yeah. I think wow. We've done four. That's exciting. Yeah. I have to keep, keep listening. Yeah. 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 No, it's some really good. We did Blues Brothers as well was in that list. Blues so Brothers. We yeah, have yeah. five more after this one. Five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's what Amazing. I've got going to. I just had a show last night, so I'm a little hungover. Uh, and from, uh, just, from joy, right, Chris? You're hungover with joy. Joy and scotch, yes. Yeah, scotch. <laughs> well, scotch goes goes is, joy. Is, 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 is that synonymous? Joy and yeah, scotch? Yeah, it just goes, goes together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, looking to book out some shows for 2024. Yeah. Podcast. 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 Mm-hmm. Ah. Awesome. Vanessa, thank you again for joining us. I'm so glad yeah. this lined up. The Lion King was like ingrained yeah. in your head and you were yeah, super excited to do this it one. Couldn't have, couldn't have been a better ask. Couldn't have been a better. I mean, maybe if it was a little mermaid, but like <laughs> that's short of that. Lion King's number two. So, so I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, yeah, the next time we'll have to put some um, PG or our content on the, on the docket. So, you know. I'm in. Amazing. Mighty Ducks or whatever. Um, Okay. Well, I guess that wraps it up for us. Uh, Oh, wait, before we, before we go, where can people follow you if on? uh... Oh gosh. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm on Instagram and I'm on, I don't what it's called what is it called now x i don't, I don't know, know whatever it's like the, 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 it's, the twitter. It's, twitter it's twitter we're not it's calling always it those twitter. Twitter for me. i'm sorry it's... i'm so sorry rebranding doesn't work after like that but yeah. well, um, don't, don't apologize it's a stupid rebrand manhattan Next. canuck is where you can follow me <laughs> um manhattan canuck you will see pictures of like hikes and my dog on instagram and then you'll see like me being witty on Twitter from like five years ago. Wait, how many um, dogs do you have? Just one? The one? I have two. I, I was going to say dogs. you have two, have, right? They're the same though. They're, they look the same. I yeah, just like to fool I was going to say you've got yeah. two of the same dog. Okay. Two of the same dog. My sister makes fun of me for that because <laughs> a lot of the things I have are the same. If you like it, why change it? Um, but yeah, I you can follow me at Manhattan Canuck if you want to reach out to me. 
and tell me why you disagree with the things that I said about the Lion King. I am here for it, and I'll probably agree. And then they'll be banned uh, from our list. Spot on. You you were spot on, except for your critique. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, All right. Thanks for being on the show, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me, friends. It was great to see you both. Um, Make sure to follow Chris at Chris Saunders underscore music. Follow me at the Darren Jenkins. And of course, follow this podcast. Like and support us at uh, Tracklist Podcast. Until then, I am Darren Jenkins. And I'm Chris Saunders. And this was The Tracklist. We try to get this fight all the time. It goes on. You nailed it. Thanks, nailed it. thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.